They didn't agree with it. Some things in this life, now we're dealing with the same type of spirit. People ain't going to agree with the things that you saying and doing. Yeah. It's got to be easier way to serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. So I don't have, I, I think it would be more beneficial if we just learn to say, I accept Jesus Christ and do nothing. Jesus, Jesus. That's more universal. Mm-hmm. That's more easy. I don't need to get wet. I don't need to repent. Mm-hmm. I don't need to speak in tongues. I just need to say I accept Jesus Christ. Yeah. And be on my, my, my merry business. To start my own business or go on to where I want to do, do, act my way, do my name, chase, go to the club, do everything. Long as I know I said one day to somebody that I accept Jesus Christ. Praise Lord. Jesus, he was there on the team, and Nicodemus had a problem. So Nicodemus began, we talked about this. Nicodemus came, I'm not going to get to these scriptures for time's sake. The scriptures are, 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 are uh, John 3, 1 through 21. You don't have to get it. Praise Lord, but you can read it. Praise Lord. But anyway, we're not going to read it tonight because for time's sake. But Nicodemus chose to meet with Jesus. And we talked about why he wanted to meet with Jesus. Even though the rest of no one went with him, they all should have went with him. Yeah, but no one. It, it didn't say that Nicodemus came and he had somebody else with him. He didn't even say he had one more person with him. Mm-hmm. He stole. He he stole away in the darkness of night. Now remember, I said they didn't have no lights like we got. Right. So when it was dark, it was dark. It was dark hard beat after a hurricane dog. Now, if the, if, the, if the moon don't shine and the stars don't give us light, it's black. Amen. And you pretty much can't see who's coming. Mm-hmm. That's, a cover, that's a cloak of, of obscurity. Amen. You can walk in that, don't have to worry about him going and say, Hey, I see you, Nicodemus. Where you going? <laughs> they ain't seen him. Mm-hmm. You go out there, and, 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 and as soon as you walk out in the dark, it's like a cloak go over you, and then you disappear. Mm-hmm. So he stole away. Why did he steal away? Something bothered him that didn't bother nobody else. Now, if something bothers you, you're going to go for an action. Praise the Lord. Something bothered me when someone told me about the Lord. Something bothered you when somebody told you about the Lord. Something bothered you at that time that it didn't didn't bother you no other time. No doubt you heard about Jesus, you heard about being saved, you heard about the Lord all your life. But somewhere along the line, something stirred up in you and it bothered you. Man. He went about to see what can he I need to talk to this Jesus. I got questions. I got answers. Anybody that wants to live for the Lord should have questions. Anybody who wants to have eternal life should have questions. Anybody who wants to go back and be with the Lord forever should have questions. And concern. After all, who wants to get the wrong directions to a place? Nobody. Nobody. Your directions establish where you're going. Mm-hmm. If you don't care whether you got the right direction or not, what you are saying is, uh, I'm, I'm content wherever I end up. Right. And you're going to end up somewhere. Yes, Either there or there. So it says that Nicodemus sought a private meeting with the Lord by night. John 3 and 2 said that. Perhaps Nicodemus uh, chose to meet Jesus by night so no one else could see him. We kind of got that. Right. See him spending time with the Lord. He didn't say he went more than one time, but it just showed us till there. He just went that one time. Yeah, in the Nowhere in the scripture does it say he went again and again. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. After all, uh, Nicodemus, well, he was a Pharisee, a ruler of the Jews. Mm-hmm. For uh, such a meeting with such a man would endanger his reputation and it will damage him, his, his standing in, to the people because people viewed him as he knew it all. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And truly, you know, and, and that's what's going on now. A lot of people think they know it all. Yes, yes. Mr. and Mrs. Know-it-all don't want to humble themselves when they find out they're wrong. They still want to say, oh, I know what's right. Amen. And we're not in church to try to see who could have the most members Amen. or pull in the most money. That's not the plan of God. More members, more money. That's not it. But people will sit back and ridicule you and tell you because you ain't got the membership I got or because you ain't pulling in the money I got that you ain't no good. Jesus. I call that mudslinging. It, it shouldn't be. Amen. It's time out for Muslim. Amen. You ain't got nothing good to say? Don't say nothing. Amen. We shouldn't be talking about each other. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. Praise we shouldn't talk about another man's service. Like, like 75 people do that. Mm -hmm. they, 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 they more souls in the world do it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. But anyway, Nicodemus, he asked these questions. Praise the Lord. And he didn't want nobody to know, so he stole away and Figure he's gonna get some understanding. I don't did you think he walked away with the proper understanding? Jesus gave him what he needed to hear, but I, I still think he walked away confused. It don't say nowhere that he was one of his converts. It don't say nowhere that he was a disciple. It don't say that he told people the same thing that Jesus said. Because I don't think he yet understood it. Now now, um Okay, any questions? Comment. So, but the main reason he met with Jesus was he had some questions. Amen. He wanted to find out is what's your angle? What's your what you what you doing this for? Mm -hmm. <laughs> thought it was an angle. Thought it was some type of scheme. Yeah, see, in the these days, everybody had a scheme. Right. Everybody had an angle. People had were playing magical tricks and and like musicians uh, trying to make themselves act like they got some great power. But Jesus really did have the power. Mm -hmm. That's what confounded them because what the magicians did was nothing compared to what Jesus did. Okay. Magician could not raise the dead, mm -hmm. could not turn water into wine, could not do the things that he did, could not heal the sick. And the lame and all cast out demons and devils and, and heal people from infirmities and affliction. They couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. So he began to, no matter why they met that night, the demons had some questions. Only Jesus could answer. The question went far beyond basic church work, church theology. They didn't ask the question regarding the scriptures. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, the demons could have probably went and answered. Talk to his colleagues and those that he was with, some of the other Pharisees, and they would have given their interpretation. And no, maybe it don't say that he didn't do that though, but we don't know. Maybe he did, and he wasn't satisfied with the answer. Right. So he said, "I need to get away." I admire that the desire to go and seek Jesus and get the proper understanding. When people hear about us witnessing to them, they need to have a desire to seek Jesus more and get the proper understanding. Stop nagging you, talking to you about getting saved. Come to the church, praise the Lord. You know good and well you feel the call of God in your life, but they don't want to come, praise the Lord. They want to sit back and in a comfort zone or in a place where everybody agrees with how they're doing. They don't want people to know that they changed. You can't be no undercover church, undercover saint. You might as well come on and accept the fact that you need to be born again. Amen. So Nicodemus opened the conversation with Jesus by calling their master. Rabbi, if you didn't agree with my teaching, why would you call him Rabbi? Right. He didn't grow, he didn't come up around the same thing you came up. Mm -hmm. What made him become Rabbi all of a sudden? Or master? <laughs> Even he even acknowledged Jesus was sent by God. Mm -hmm. How did he know? Because he realized the things that he did, only God could do that. And he probably was wondering, wait a minute, I'm a man of God. Mm -hmm. You're a man of God. Yeah. You 
doing something I can't even do. I ain't never heard of you up to this point. How is it we both are a man of God and we we ain't doing this? You're doing something greater than what I can do. Maybe you could tell me something or show me something. Nicodemus began to show respect. He opened with respect, by showing respect and quickly recognized the miracles that he said Jesus had performed. He said, No man can do these miracles that thou does except God be with him. In a sense, I guess he was saying God ain't with him. Because you ain't doing it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. Mm -hmm. if, if I go to you and say, Truly, no one. No one can do these miracles except God be with you. What if you ask, what if you said, are you doing it? Are you doing the same thing I'm doing? He probably would sat down with his mouth hanging up. <laughs> like that's a true question, I ain't gonna answer that. And then he's gonna say, I must not be here. Jesus, did Jesus come to sling mother them? No. No, he didn't. Jesus know he was missing something, he was lacking something, but Jesus did not swing him up or belittle him or put him down. Jesus just gave him what he needed to hear. That's right. Told him what can make him a better person. Nicodemus uh, asked Jesus two questions. Who are you really? And what do these miracles mean that you doing? Really, what does this miracle mean? You say to God, but really, what does this mean? What, what, what does these miracles do for What do they mean? Jesus uh, did not respond to the compliments, and we shouldn't respond to any compliment. We're not here to do something so people can say, you did a good job. Right. Oh, you preach, you preach. <sighs> no, that, that ain't that what we, we're not here to do that. Amen. We're not here. I'm, I'm working to try to get me a, a crown of life. Come on now. That surpasses any compliment. Whether you compliment it or not, you should still be encouraged because you're doing God's will. That's right. So a lot of times people don't encourage you, and, and in Jesus' time they didn't encourage him. But he still did God's will. So Nicodemus gave his way. He gave his uh, 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 Nicodemus. He gave him compliment. Uh, neither did Jesus answer the question hidden within him. Nicodemus had questions before Jesus can even answer the question. Before Nicodemus can answer the question, uh, Nicodemus had not yet voiced. Jesus told them about the new birth in John 3, 3 through 5. Perhaps this was Jesus' way of telling this curious Pharisee that he is the God of a second chance. And we need a second chance in this life. Yes, sir. The second chance needs to come while we inhale and exhale in the air. Mm -hmm. We can't get it after we die. Mm -hmm. We can get second chances in all, everything, as <clears throat> long as we live. People have made mistakes all their life. Mm -hmm. Children make mistakes. Mm -hmm. I've made mistakes. You made mistakes. Yes, sir. Stop acting like you're holier than die. When somebody else makes mistakes. To understand that they can they can change. Yes. Have faith and believe when you pray that God can change them. Yes. If you don't have faith, what are you praying for? Amen. I pray that the Lord, Lord please change them, but they walk around. I know the Lord ain't gonna change them. <laughs> you just you just right. you just killed your prayer. Yes. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Don't have no wavering faith. Yes. Believe God. Amen. When people ask you to pray for them, they believe you got a connection with God. Amen. Uh -huh. That's right. That's that's that that's that's a compliment in itself. You don't get big head about it, do you? Mm. Oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. We don't get big head. No. We take gas. Wow. Everybody believe me. I need to, I need to try. I need to go see God. So that's why you need to have a prayer life. Because you don't know who gonna come to you and say, "Pray for me." Mm -hmm. I had a guy just today tell me, "Hey, I pray for me." Yeah. He asked me some questions. He, usually, when he asked me a question, it was at my job. It's, it's the same old people at my job. 
You would ask me something, they'd be joking, but this time he seemed serious. Mm -hmm. He said, he asked me, he said, how did you become an elder? How did you become a bishop? And he knew me when I was just brother, uh, or deacon. Now, mm -hmm. I'm an elder and a bishop. He said, how did you become that? And I told him. I guess, and then I had to go to do something, and then he finally was getting ready to leave, and he pulled, he stopped, and he went down and said, hey, I, I need to pray for me. Please pray for me. Praise you. I said, all right, I sure will. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. As I like to reiterate, I want to make people, people are so confused on how God works. It's a shame. Righteous people are confused how God works. Church-going people are confused. God do not work by making you get filthy rich. <laughs> Trouble has always been Israel's problem mm -hmm. when they turned away from God. That's true. God has always allowed trouble in their life. So trouble in your life, you need to be seeking God more. You had trouble sleeping, you need to be seeking God more. Maybe God wants trying to get your attention. Uh, like my wife, thank God for my wife, praise the Lord. Praise she said some wonderful thing. Some things she said irritate me. Some things she said, I, I, I'm like, I love it. Mm -hmm. She said, somebody that said, pray for me. She said, okay, I'll pray for you. Mm -hmm. But he would like to hear it from you. God didn't get it. He would like to hear it from you. I mean, you ask somebody to pray for you, but why don't you pray for yourself? But I understand the fact that they don't believe that God is listening to them. Mm -hmm. But they need to understand that God will listen to them if they become a worshiper of him and seek after doing what's right. Scripture validates that. This is in the truth. So, anyway, Nicodemus asked Jesus, what's your gift? I need to find out. Perhaps this was Jesus' way of telling this, uh, the, uh, uh, the Pharisee that he is a God of second chance. So he began to tell him, tell, let him know that I got something for you to know. Now notice how Jesus answered Nicodemus. He said, Nicodemus, Jesus answered, very, very, I say unto you, except a man be born again, we need to get this down pat. Mm -hmm. Born again. Born again. Now, if you, now it says that Jesus was talking to Nicodemus. I'm talking to you. Mm -hmm. You must be over there when you hear me. You must be born again. He said, born again. I got baptized. But born again covers a, 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 a more than just one thing. You must make sure you got everything to be born again. Or else you're not really complete. It's like, it's like when, 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 a, when a mother have a baby, the baby comes out of the mother's womb. The baby is born. Right? It's in this world. They don't just leave it like that. Right. They want to make sure the baby stop crying. Mm -hmm. So we know that the baby breathing. Mm -hmm. So you can't just say, I just, I, I was born. They call that still dead. If you ain't inhaling that inhaling. So they do certain things to make you cry and make you make you make us hear that. And let them know that you are you are in this world and you are alive. Mm -hmm. It ain't just born and then that's the end of it. Born and, and then the breath of life come in you. So you, now they know that you that two step authentication has came in to effect. You came out and you inhale. <laughs> right? It ain't just came out and don't inhale. And all those who came out and inhale, they became they call that stillborn. Mm. Praise the Lord. Praise. Think about it. Think about it. If you let that marinate in your head, you would say, yeah, that's right. That's right. Amen. All right? All right. One part without the other is no effect. All right. Praise the Lord. Okay. Except a man be born again, it's a very right I say unto you. Except a man be born again. Now, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Number one, now you're dealing with the fact, but just to be able to see it, Jesus. you ain't going to see it. How are you going to go where you don't see? Uh-huh. You say, I'm going to the store. You can't even see the store. Mm -hmm. Think about 
it, you can't go with it. If you're blind, how you going to see it? You don't see it. You, you don't even see the king. Some people don't even see the king. This is John 23. Now Jesus answered, answering Nicodemus unasked question by telling him, you must be born again. Now Nicodemus understood religious religion very well. Mm -hmm. He was aware of the promise of the Messiah would come didn't realize that that was Jesus and bring salvation to humanity so desperately needed, yet Jesus told Nicodemus he needed to be born again if he wanted to see the kingdom of God. He thought he would, he thought he knew so much about it. Mm -hmm. Nicodemus thought he knew so much about it, but Jesus said you need to be born again. Mm -hmm. Amen. Those out there right now that you think you know so much about, you need to be born again. Now Nicodemus instantly began to think and got trouble in his mind. Is he, what is this man saying? He began to wrestle with what he had just heard. More question arose. John 3 and 4. How can a man be born when he is old? That's a sensible question to ask when somebody says you must be born again. Especially if all you know of being born one way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Simple question. How can a man be born when he is old? Is it possible to enter into the mother's womb a second time? Jesus. Uh, and if Jesus would say, yeah, Nicodemus would be like, oh, I don't think so. I know you're fake. But Jesus did not say that. Mm -hmm. He said, is it possible to enter into to be born a second, is it possible to enter the mother's room a second time and be born? Can a man, can a grown man really be born again? Nicodemus was attempting to answer spiritual questions with physical, worldly explanations. He failed to realize Jesus was not speaking the natural birth at all. It was Conclusion: It was a conclusion that a person only has one natural birth. We know that. Everybody knows that. Right. Little Caleb know that. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the key to the answer was the word again. John 3 and 3. Jesus was not telling Nicodemus he had to do what he had already done or that he had to do something impossible. Right. Jesus uh, clarified what he meant after Nicodemus pressed his question. Uh, he said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is Spirit. This is John 3, uh, John 3, 5 and 6. Now Jesus was not teaching about natural birth. He was teaching about the spiritual birth that everybody must receive in order to be a child of God. The new birth is not the physical birth of a person, but a rebirth of a person's spiritual life. Mm -hmm. It is a spiritual second chance. Man. That God gives us. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. Praise and we must acknowledge that spiritual second chance. Whether we believe it or not. Any questions? Moving on. Jesus explained how he wanted to wanted them to know. He, Jesus wanted everyone to know we must be born of the water and of the spirit to see and to enter. It is explained though. Because one party says you can't see it, other place he says you can't enter. So that sums up the the, uh, uh, the the fact that you must be born again to see see it and enter into it. Amen. Right? Anybody that has not been born of the water and of the spirit, you're gonna be left. You ain't gonna see something. Something you lack. Jesus. And for you out there saying, that ain't true, that ain't true. It's in the script. Amen. Right in the script. Amen. You just Want to be a? You want to play like I don't see it. It ain't there. It's right there. Praise God. You, you uh, 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 to enter the kingdom of heaven, you got to have it. Now the Lord knew that Nicodemus was thinking and asking in his own mind. Jesus continued, "Marvel not. I mean, don't be amazed. 
what I'm saying? Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. This is John 3 and 7. This message is not meant to be confusing to all meaning that I didn't come to, and we, when we tell people about being saved, we're, we're breaking down to you that are talking and understand. Yeah. Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. But you got to be willing to accept it. Praise the Lord. He's, he's, he's begin to break it down. He said, this hope and promise of the second chance is why the Messiah came. Jesus came that he, we can have a second chance. Where we were destined to go to hell, now we have an opportunity to choose whether we want to go or not. Before, we couldn't choose. Especially being a Gentile race, but now we have an opportunity to choose. And if Jesus put the opportunity there to choose, and everybody's still choosing hell. Jesus, right. I don't understand. Jesus, right. I don't understand. This hope of the promise of second chance is why the Messiah came. Now, he came to make it possible for people to be born again of the water of the Spirit. And he came to transform our life, your life, my life, through the new birth experience. But you must experience it. If you've been born, baptized in the water and have not received the Spirit, you must seek to get the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. That the evidence is speaking in tongues as the Lord gave it. This ain't no trained tongue or something that somebody said. But yeah, believe. <laughs> I believe. I, 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 how come Messiah and all that? No, 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 no. Repeat after me. I'm, I'm, I'm saved. I'm a sinner. I'm saved by grace. Okay, therefore I'm saved. No. Mm -mm. Come on. You got to go deeper than that. Amen. And here, I'm, I'm fitting it on the key. Okay? Now. Praise the Lord. Praise him. Notice Acts 10th chapter. Now Acts chapter 10 says, In Acts chapter 10, a Gentile soldier named Cornelius hungered for more of God. This was a, a Gentile. Somebody that wasn't want, a Jew who God's people said, he only coming back for the Jew. This was a Gentile. He had a hunger for God. We talked about that in some early studies of the Bible. Mm -hmm. An angel of God came to him mm -hmm. and instructed Cornelius to send man to Joppa. Joppa was a place to the house of Simon, the tanner, because Simon Peter was staying there. Simon Peter would tell Cornelius how to be saved and get right with God. Now, now let me stop right there. The angel could have told, said, I'll go talk to, 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 to Cornelius and tell him what he must be to be saved. He said, go see a man and we're going to tell you how you must be saved. God has already, the, the, the purpose of, 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 of us human beings is to tell people about the Lord. It's not the angel's responsibility to tell them. It's yours. We're a little bit lower than the angels. That's why when God come back, we're going to be over angels. It's God, angels, then us. But when those get raptured and we begin to get back in our proper place where, where Jesus Christ is, it's going to be Jesus Christ or God, us, and then angels. They're going to be subject to us. Because the angel ain't going to do what we're going to do. Those that they're aboard or their home is with God right now. The angels don't stay down here like we do. Praise the Lord. We, we suffering continuously. They ain't. They able to go back home with the Lord and say, I, I did what the Lord wanted me to do today. <laughs> we don't. We have to sit down here and fight. When we lay down to sleep, we fight. When we by ourselves, we fight. When we wake up in the middle of the night, we fight. The devil is always talking to our mind. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise. That's why the Bible says, Grit up the Lord in your mind. Be sober and hope for the end of the grace that should be brought to you. That's the revelation of Jesus Christ. You, if God revealed himself to you, you know it to be true. Grit up. Stand firm. Act like you men. Praise God. Stop acting like, oh, can you still do I'm sure that's how our people are in the war. They're crying, but they're still holding that gun. Meaning they still gonna fight. Amen. When a preacher, oh, thank you, Jesus. Simon Peter would tell Cornelius how to be saved and get right with God. 
God has had in his plan people that's willing to tell you how to be saved and get right with God. Now, it's up to you to listen. Praise the Lord. You that's waiting for God to come crack the sky. He's cracking the sky right now and you don't understand how God works because you don't understand how God works. You still sit back and say, I'm waiting for the Lord. And the Lord is already having mercy and saying, hear ye my people. Hear ye my servant. When the preacher arrived at the soldier's house, Peter made a powerful, bold declaration of faith. Of the truth, I perceive that, that God is no respecter of person. Why did he say that? Hmm. Meaning, as the truth, I perceive that God has no favoritism. Hmm. At that point, he came, it came, uh, epiphany hit him hmm. that, wow, God has no favorite people now. Respect the person means favor. Favoritism. You know, it's like, I favor this one. But now, and I would have told him had not God had a relationship and told, told, send the angel and all this stuff. And do it. I, at this point, I came to the place and said, God ain't only coming for the Gentiles. I mean, for the Jews. He wants the Gentiles. Wow. He don't have no favoritism, no favorite people anymore. He said, as a truth, I perceive, or I understand that God is no respecter or have favoritism of, of persons, yeah. have favorite persons anymore. Mm -hmm. But in every nation, any nation, mm -hmm. well, he said, but every nation, I don't care where you're from. I don't care if you hated God at one time. I don't care where you are at him, Chinese, or it don't matter. Every nation. He that fears him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. This is Acts 10. 34 and 35. Write it down. Acts 10, 34 and 35. Mm -hmm. But the act of righteousness and fear goes a little bit deeper than just that. Above all, you get, get understanding. Praise the Lord. Right. You can't get it all in one day. Amen. Okay. He said in the word, ask any, ask, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, ask anyone whose life the Lord had transformed, and you will find that God meet, meets each one of you where you are. Uh -huh. Wherever you were going through in this life, and you had an awakening, an epiphany, or an experience with God, and said, I feel within my, you may not verbally acknowledge it, but in your mind you say, God is calling me. Yes. <clears throat> You know the condition of your life. God knows the condition of your life better than you do. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what is happening in our world or the mistakes that we have made, and we have made them. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes we have made mistakes saying, I'm doing this for the Lord. Mm -hmm. All right. Amen. So? Come on. <laughs> You're right. I do this for the Lord. I'm going to get your attention. He know how to get your attention too. Mr. and Mrs. Saul. It's funny how time changed. It seemed like nothing changed. Nothing. What they did back then, they're doing it now. God's always extended an invitation to transform our lives through being born again. But he gave you the information through a human being, not through an angel. You might call that person an angel, mm -hmm. but it do a flesh and blood person. Praise mm -hmm. Lord. Any questions? Do you yourself remember when you were and the feeling you experienced when you met Jesus? I remember it like it was yesterday. The shock and awe. My wife came back talking about, I'm saved. I got the Holy Ghost. Okay. <laughs> Praise Lord. You got your own experience. You remember. Praise Lord. In some cases, most people come to the Lord with troubles. Praise the Lord. And in their efforts to get the trouble right, they met the Lord there. And they began to find out my troubles begin to pale in significance when I see my soul. I stand with I look for the Lord. So I begin to you, you can begin to see yourself. Think about that for a minute. If you begin to take this serious, 
you will begin to ask questions about the Lord. See, when you begin to ask questions, that's a good thing. Because mm -hmm. now you're interested. Only a person interested in something is going to ask questions. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, people sit around like, um, you got any questions? No good way. They, no, they don't know a bit, bit more of what we're talking about. They should have questions, but they, I'm, I'm, I want to know. I want to know. I want to make sure everything I say and do is pleasing to the Lord. Mm -hmm. I don't want nothing I have to be guessing about. I want to make sure it's pleasing to the Lord. You ought to be too. <clears throat> now, part of, of maturing is, ask, is going through a part of questioning. That's part of the Caleb beginning to ask his mom or dad questions. And sometimes you'd be like, stop asking me crazy questions. But he, he, he want to know. We ask questions often. Those that were people mentoring us, family or whether who were teachers, we wanted to know. Mm -hmm. We learn from asking questions. Mm -hmm. But please give us the right answer. We begin by asking questions often centered around words, what or why. We want to know why things exist. What makes the world, what makes them work as they do? And why things are the way they are? Why people act the way they act? You have a question like that. Then this question we will be asked, that we will ask in our lifetime is endless sometimes. Yeah. Even when we come into knowledge of the Lord, naturally, we also wrestle with the spiritual questions. Since we know we were created for the purpose of a relationship with God, we may begin to sometimes ask, why does God want a relationship with me? Mm. We might even ask, what does this relationship look like? Jesus. He defines it in the Word. Amen. He wants a relationship with you, Amen. and he begins to define it as you begin to take my yoke and learn it. And he began to tell you how this relationship needs to look. Mm -hmm. The reason why he needs a relationship with you is because me. Remember what I said earlier. Somebody needs to tell somebody else about the Lord. Amen. God ain't gonna use no 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 no, no unclean vessel. Amen. He needs somebody to be able to stand up and say, I can use that person. Amen. I can use that person. At some point, we will begin, we will all ask this question. What does it really take to be saved and have a relationship with God? You, you know you asked that question. I thought it one time in my life. What does it take really to have a relationship? To be saved and have a relationship with God? This is the most important question any person will ever ask. Mm -hmm. This question. Drove Nicodemus to meet Jesus in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. Trying to get proper understanding. Any questions? You are given a direct commandment, which is what? To be born again. Amen. It didn't say choose whether you want to do it or not. Must be. In certain scriptures, say you must be born again. You must. He didn't say think about it or if you can choose to do it or not. And don't be swayed by the man on the cross now. People are deceived by that. People are really messed up. They pick scripture and the man on the cross, he didn't get in the water. He didn't do this. He didn't, he didn't. And the only one that's going to be able to walk in there is the man on the cross. You ain't on no cross. Praise the Lord. Now you got to ask yourself a question. Is God stupid or what? Are we stupid? Either God is stupid or we stupid. I think we are stupid. This is why I say that. The man on the cross couldn't get out of that cross, could he? If he's accepted Jesus Christ and God knows the heart, mm -hmm. Jesus looked at him, and Jesus knew that he accepted him, what? Jesus was going to say, okay, everybody, time out. Mm -hmm. Take him down. We need to go get baptized. Jesus. He couldn't speak in tongues because Jesus ain't yet died yet. At that point, Jesus had the opportunity to wave the baptism. Because he knew 
theoretically and naturally and you know it deep down in your heart. That man wasn't going to let that man off that cross. Preach. Preach. And that's why he's able to go in. Amen. And if you're going to lean on his understanding, Jesus said, watch this man. Be like this man. I'm going to forgive y'all like y'all forgave him. You better get. Come on. Strain at a net and swallow a camel. You better get yourself right. You, you can't do that. You can't do. Go ahead and say, "But well, what you gonna do on, on judgment day, Lord? That man there, well, he didn't. He didn't. You were able to. He was. There you go. Plain and simple. You were able to get baptized. Man. He wasn't. Mm -hmm. You were. Were you able to do that? Mm -hmm. If you say yes. Sometimes I wonder. Praise God. But anyway, so you are given a direct commandment to be born again. Now, how when we look around at the answer Jesus gave Nicodemus, we see how scriptures further explain it. The gospel or the good news saves us, right? The gospel message declares Jesus was born, he died on Calvary, and he, resur he resurrected from the grave on the third day to bring the opportunity for salvation to all humanity. Now the gospel shows us the hope of the new life. As we respond, and now look, this is what I want you to understand. As we or as you respond to the gospel through the new birth experience, you find the abundant life Jesus had promised in John 10 and 10. Mm -hmm. John 10 and 10 reads, this is John 10 chapter, 10 verse. The thief comes not but to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Now, regardless of what the devil throw your way, you're going to have abundant life. Meaning, your life is more than what it looked, used to be. Before, your life was just a small little thing here. Abundant means you got a lot if you don't have abundant, you got to live. You just had a little bit of life, and after that, you will be in hell. But now, because God has awoken you and, and saved you and brought you out, now you have a, a life and another life that's going to be bigger than this. Abundant. So, so big that you ain't going to be able to comprehend. You ain't going to be able to grasp. Praise the Lord. Okay, now, 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 now. So, so, what is true, what is the true act of repentance then? Mm -hmm. If that's the case, what is the true act of repentance? Okay, Joe, what is the true act of repentance? Now, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ symbolizes in our life through the act of repentance, baptism, and receiving the Holy Ghost. You, that's the real, that's the true act of repentance. People are getting saved, but they're not repenting. Amen. You got to repent. Yeah. God is sorry. Work with repentance. Mm -hmm. People are getting saved, but they ain't God is sorry for nothing. I ain't did God, I ain't did God nothing wrong. I do what everybody else do. I ain't sorry for it. You need to be God is sorry for that. Because God looking at that, that's a simple, that was, that's sin that you inherit. Now when we repent of our sin, we see when you repent of your sin, even the sin that was thrown that in, you inherit by not doing nothing, you say, we recognize we must die out of sin. Romans 6, 6 and 7 reads, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is free from sin. Amen. Sin is our enemy. Yes. Who gives us the mind to sin is the devil. Not humanity. Jesus. The devil gives us the mind to sin. Just like those that are born again in Christ. We begin to search the scripture. Now we come into knowledge of what sin is and what's not sin. So we're able to walk in this world sinless because now 
we see sin for it as it is. The devil wanted us to stay blind, but we can now, God let us be able to acknowledge sin. Where other people look at it and just say, oh, I don't see nothing. We see sin. That's why we don't run with you when you do certain things. We don't listen to certain things. We don't look at certain things. We don't fall. We don't run after that junk because we see sin in it. Well, there ain't no sin in it. There's some things that will lead you to sin. Right. It may not be sin, yeah. but we see yeah. the attraction that is going to lead. Right. And in some cases, our co-workers and friends, uh -huh. they have not repented of this way. They say, oh, come on, let's go out, let's go here, let's go there. They're trying to lead us somewhere. If we don't stay spiritual minded, they'll lead us right out of the church. As some have already came captive to that. Trying to keep a friend. Calling a, a, a somebody that's serving the devil your friend. Right. Jesus. We identify with the barrel through water baptism. Mm -hmm. In the name of Jesus Christ, not Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Our baptism leads us well to a new life in the Spirit. Know ye not that so many of us who are baptized under Jesus Christ were baptized unto death. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism unto death, that like as Christ is risen, raised up, raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in the newness of life. Romans 6, 3 and 4. Just as Jesus was raised from the grave to a new life, we rise from the water of baptism yep. to a new life in Christ. Mm -hmm. But don't stop there because the old man is trying to get back in. Yes. We need to keep running till we get that Holy Ghost. Amen. And Paul continued in Romans 6. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism unto death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father. Even so, we also should walk in the news of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of the death, I meaning if you, you, Jesus died and went, and he put, they, he died, right? We died in the, in the, in the, in the example of the baptism. Uh -huh. We shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. If he got up, no assure that you're going to get up. Amen. Romans 6, 4 and 5. Identifying that Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection is what Jesus referred to as the new life during his discussion with Nicodemus. Mm -hmm. Being born of the water happens at water baptism. Just as being born means water baptism, being born of the Spirit means Spiritual baptism. That's right. At that point, we received the Holy Ghost with evidence speaking in tongues. Just like a newborn babe, when they come in the world, they're dead until they start crying. That's why the doctors like to paddle them behind. It's not nothing to do with spanking them for being bad. It's trying to make sure that they got the twofold uh, 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 package of life mm -hmm. that they can make it in this life. Praise the Lord. Any questions? We're almost finished. Come on. We're doing good. The question remains, have you been born again of the water and the spirit? Everybody should be saying, I have. Mm -hmm. And it can't be, oh, I, I, uh, 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 I think I have. Jesus, Jesus. Uh, uh, I think maybe. No. Well, uh, either you, you either have it or you don't. Right. If you're guessing, if you uh uh uh, you need to try. You need to get it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Ain't no time to tear. God is soon to come. Soon. You gonna play around with your soul? Where it's gonna spend eternity based on a uh? <laughs> you better wake up. Mm. So what is born again? Simple. Born again is merely the beginning of a new life. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you want to have people really been born again. They say they've been born again, but they don't act like the new life exists in them. Mm -hmm. That's the question where you need to rid up the line in your mind. 
Be sold with hope for the end of the creation that you be born. You had the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, Philippians 2 and 12 commands us, work out your own salvation with fear and tremble. We must commit everyone to living for God. Numerous warnings in scripture alert us of the danger of falling away from our relationship with God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Don't let this happen. Don't let, let your salvation, don't fall away. Don't let your salvation fall away because I don't see the people that I want to see. Jesus. No, come on. Praise the Lord. Jesus, Jesus. Being, being sure that your personal devotional life is a priority will help you remain committed to the new birth message of hope of eternal life. Now Paul told the church in Galatians 1 and 19 mm -hmm. that if any man preach any other gospel unto you that ye have received let him be a curse or any other gospel the gospel in the last days has begun to change mm -hmm. they have made the gospel too watered down mm -hmm. watered down means the things that they told you you need to do they don't yeah. longer tell you that they just say, send me your money. Jesus, Jesus. And you're good. Uh -huh. That's not the gospel that God intended for us to have. Uh -huh. That's that's watered down gospel. It has no power. Mm -hmm. You don't, you know, when we're in the club, we didn't drink watered down liquor. In fact, we protest about it. Mm -hmm. So you don't want no watered down gospel. Because it has no power. It has meaning, if it has no power, it has no effect. So we can receive it, but it won't do nothing. Now there is no other gospel than the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. No other way, fruit, no other fruitful, no other way to be fruitful for us in, in response to the gospel than repentance, water baptism in Jesus' name, and being filled with the Holy Ghost. That's what it entails. So that's what. You must be born again in tales. And I hope I've said something that may help you in this church. God bless you. And continue to be mindful of what the Lord requires for you to do and seek it out. Don't give up. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Praise the All right, we're going to let you go. Let's all say you must be born again. Amen. No question.